When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to edition number 388 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been dedicated to sharing with you what is working today. And if you happen to be joining us live here on webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a, a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Now, Arlene is away, but not to worry. Uh, we have a great guest for you today, Vinny O'Hare, 15-year internet marketing pioneer, podcaster, speaker, author, and a great friend of mine. Vinny, welcome back to The Buzz. Thank you for having me on, James. Now, i got to ask you, i uh, seen a post uh, in Facebook from you recently. You were in New York City or you were in Arizona, and somebody asked you if you were on holidays, and your answer was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't do holidays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of the Neil Diamond song where he's singing about being lost between two shores. Yes. He says, it was L.A.'s fine. New York's home, LA's fine. I don't remember, but he's—you could tell—he's same same type of thing. You you do a lot of migrating between Arizona and New York. What's that all about? Well, it's it's still based because the hurricane destroyed our house on the East Coast in New York. So uh, when the hurricane hit, we moved out to Arizona, as you know, but the listeners don't. Uh, I moved the family out there while I stayed in New York City and rebuilt the house. So now that the house is almost rebuilt. Uh, I'm still going back and forth. Yes, yes. Well, I, I probably, I bet you're going to do that for a long time now. I, guess, I would imagine you would probably enjoy the change of pace. Yes. Uh, it's going to be at least another two years because uh, the New York house, the city still has to come in and raise it, uh, I believe, nine feet, Whoa. something like that. Wow. Yeah. And we wow, got to be that's... out of the house for three months when that happens. So wow. uh, there's no sense in moving back from Arizona now to only have to go find a place for three months. Yeah, no, that's that's a ton. Nine feet. Now, you talked about this at length, and I, I actually looked it up in episode number 348, where you talked about being in the house when the hurricane hit and the story behind it. And it was, quite frankly, scarier than crap and breathtaking all at the same time. And the whole story behind, uh, you know, surviving, literally surviving, not you know, without exaggerating at all. 
And uh, you shared that story in episode f- uh, 348, including uh, a whole bunch of other really interesting tips and uh, and advice. And, you know, that kind of changed into, and then you shared all kinds of strategies about, you know, grabbing the attention of CNN. That was very interesting and developing content around your passion with the Cadillacs and content creation with your, with your, with your camera or uh, Hurricane Sandy, of course, and you talked about a few successes and failures. So I thought today it'd be great to get you back on and then just kind of get caught up. I know you and I, we always say we're going to talk a lot more. We meet up at a lot of conferences, and I always enjoy talking to you a ton, uh, but we never seem to be able to connect as much as I would like. So here we have you, and I thought uh, this would be a good way to uh, to connect, find out uh, what you are up to, uh, what's working well, what's not. So why don't we just dig in? Why don't we just kind of, we don't really even have an agenda for this or an outline for this That's uh, scary. this episode. <laughs> I don't think so. This is fine. So let, let me let me ask you this question just right out. What's the latest thing and no Vinny hasn't been primed on any of this. So what's the latest thing you've been working on that's working really well? User generated content through Gravity Forms, shared social media wise through Sharest and Hootsuite. Uh, I think that's about it. All right. So let's <laughs> would you mind sharing the details on that? Uh, what I'm doing is basically I have websites that uh, ask questions and the users in their certain niches uh, fill in all the pre-made questions I have. And it ends up being a couple thousand word pages and uh, they end up getting shared, high SEO value and uh, going out on the Internet. Now, of course, you've been a you've been a full time affiliate marketer for well over a decade. I know you got started back in 1999, and uh, you uh, retired from the New York subway system. And you got a very interesting story. And I, I think we I think we we'll, we'll leave it to the last episode for listeners. And I really encourage listeners to go have a listen to episode 348, one of the most favorite episodes in the last couple of years for sure. But let's let's kind of take this apart. So you've been talking to me about gravity forms for ever. Yes. What 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 am I missing? Uh, you're missing the learning curve to go in and actually take the time to do it. I think uh, gravity forms is it's set up almost uh, like a Google form that you see, and uh, you can set it up and have the post saved as a draft automatically so okay. when you go into your drafts on your wordpress blog of course uh it is just sitting there and you got to edit like maybe two or three things and then hit publish and it's out yeah. yep so just as an example i think i'm up to around 300 maybe 400 posts a day whoa that's yeah. awesome when was the last time you blogged <laughs> I'm a podcaster, not a blogger. <laughs> somebody <laughs> said, clear. Somebody said to me the other day, "How do you have all the time for this?" I said, "Secret weapon. I outsource." <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about outsourcing in a bit. You're funny on that one. Uh, so, Gravity Forms. So, you, let me just guess. So, you, uh, you set up a form on a website. Yes. You set this form up in such a way that you're asking people questions. They come in, they answer the questions. They hit submit on the on the gravity form button. So I guess it just looks like a normal form on a page. Correct. Like a web form. They hit submit. That automatically drops it into the back end of your WordPress site as a draft. Correct. I would imagine you don't go in there and look at them. You have a, an outsourcer that goes through them before hitting the publish button. Uh, it's about 90% the, the VA does it. 
Okay, yeah. okay. So then that becomes content on the page. So three to 400 pages a day is substantial. So then how are you monetizing that? Is it through AdSense or affiliate programs? Uh, through AdSense, through affiliate programs, uh, through advertising, because I'm having so much content that I'm ranking high in the search engine, so people come to advertise on the sites. Okay, okay. Cool. Very cool. So now tell me, what's the latest thing that you've been working on that completely flopped? You got any great failures lately? Uh, not really. This uh, comes with experience, I guess, huh? Well, well, what it is is I'm I'm taking old sites and basically redoing them, so I'm not really out on a limb, you know, starting a new – well, I should say I am starting a new site for uh, giveaways, to promote giveaways. I found a little niche there that uh, people are paying money to promote like sweepstakes and giveaways and stuff. Okay. So that's that's my next project. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm doing the content and all of that stuff. But people will end up paying me to promote their giveaways. Yes, yes, cool. So now, outsourcing, you mentioned VA. I've got a VA. I actually got two VAs. Ronin's got a VA. You've got one. For listeners that aren't familiar with what that is, it's a virtual assistant, and you've embraced that big time over the last few years. Yes. Give us, give us your experience on – kind of take us back to the beginning when you, when you hired your virtual assistant, how you found he or her, and then give us the whole picture, if you would, of, of how that's working for you. Well, I hired the VA, I think it was in March of last year. And uh, I got very, very lucky. I just so happened to mention to my friend Jeff Grill, who was working with a VA, and uh, he happened to tell me that he didn't have enough work for her or something. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll give her some work. And uh, then I turned around, and within like two weeks, I had her up to 40 hours of, of work a week, and she's been 40 hours for me ever since. Yeah, yeah. And it, since he had already trained her on doing post drafts and all of that stuff, I didn't really even have to go into the training part. But as I went along, I went in and made actual sheets word for word on how to do each task. Yes. This, this way, if my VA ever leaves me, which I hope, at least I'll be set up for the next one. Yes. Or if I, if I are an additional one, which I've been thinking about. That's a, that's a strategy that I use as well and one that uh, I try to impart upon students is instead of – taking the time to figure out how to do something and then just doing it document each little step along the way into a into a little procedure so that the next time it needs to be done you don't actually have to do it i have somebody a, else can do it i have all of my tests saved in a google doc that's labeled virtual assistant so this way i can just boom right into the next one if i wanted to and with screenshots and all of that you know you do it step by step and make it very very clear yeah uh, that's that's the one thing i should stress that you have to make every single move clear that's true that's very true and it's it's so worthwhile because once you have it so how many of those how many of those different sheets would you say you have now uh probably about 30 so if you've got something that's coming up it's a brand new task uh, or tasks that you've done in the past and you've, you have one of these, what, what do you call them? Uh, I actually call them tasks. Okay. Uh, so it's like a sheet that the, here's how you do this task. Yep. One, one, one sheet, you know, maybe two pages, three pages on a certain task, but, uh, I will even screen flow, uh, and, you know, record myself doing it. And this way the video is also available. Yes. So it only Brilliant. takes a couple of seconds to, yeah, hit the old, so what do you use? What kind of what kind of screen capture software do you use? You said Screencast? Uh Screenflow because I'm on a Mac. Okay, Screenflow on a Mac. Okay. So for for those that are not is that a free software on a Mac? 
Uh, I'm not sure what it cost. Uh, Debbie bought it. I think we got like a five computer license or something like that. Okay, cool. There's there's one out there that I use sometimes when I'm in a hurry called Screencastomatic, mm-hmm. and they've got a real. It's real simple to use. You literally hit the record button as well. Creates the video as you're going, and it's the coolest thing. And I'll tell you what I've been doing that's been really cool, very similar into this. Is I just record it as a video. So lately we've done a lot of podcasting set up, and so instead of me setting up people's podcasts myself. You know, Spreaker and Stitcher and all of these various right. podcasting directories. I I just went in and did it once. Did exactly what you said. Hit record. Slowed it down a little bit so I'm talking to my VA, and then I give them the video and say, "Okay, now you go listen to the video and create the step by step procedures for me." And then it comes back and it's beautiful. Now, isn't it funny? All of these years later, your your test sheet is actually the book that you put out. 15 years ago. That's pretty funny, isn't it? Right? It, it, that's, that's all it was, was a whole bunch of test sheets, if you think about it. That's right. Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah. Here's the major step. You're going to do this today, and then here's all the little minor the baby steps you have to do to actually get it complete. So now, what's what's with working with your VA, if I could ask you a you know, personal question, how much do you pay her per hour? Is, or is it her, he or her? Uh, it's a her, and I'd rather not say. Okay. So what... Uh, What's your what's been your experience dealing with her? Give us a typical day from your side of the equation on what you have to do to get her ready, and then if you would explain to us what she has to do. Well, since we've been doing this together so long, she just logs in and sees how many post drafts there are, and goes through them and edits them really quick and puts them live, and uh, that's really about it. We don't have the. She sends me a report once a day. Yeah. So, of what she's doing, what she's up to. But I have her doing other things besides just uh, the publishing the post. Yes. I have her doing uh, something that really, really works well. Uh, after the interviews are posted, I have her go to the social media account for that person mm-hmm. and let them know that their interview is live. And what ends up happening is these people are retweeting this and putting it out on Facebook, and it goes ballistic. So Wonderful. They become cheerleaders for their own. Their own content on Their your own website. Content. Yes. And then that drives, of course, people back to your site. Correct. <laughs> so so talk a little bit more about that. So you, you mentioned Gravity Forms. You mentioned this auto-generated content, and now you're talking about how it goes social. Any other tips there? Uh, another thing we do with the social is I have her go into each social account and follow 50 people a day. Only 50 because I don't want to be in Twitter jail or anything like that. Uh, it's always 50 people you know, in the niche with the hash, using hashtags, we find people, uh, and then she will also go in and retweet fifteen people at random, not even people that we're following, and okay. those people end up coming back to the site and filling out the interview forms, and becoming customers. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So what's what's the big takeaway with this whole strategy? Uh, how easy it was to implement. I don't even know. It just one step at a time. Uh, she mentioned something to me about putting the, the authors, the interviews on uh, Facebook to the people's accounts. I was like, oh, that's great. So I threw her a little bonus for that. And uh, I don't know. I think that's about it. Yeah, and it's so your, nice your to v- have. You, you have to make sure you, ha- you have open communication with your VA if they have an idea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and throw them a bonus. How how often do you communicate? Let's go back to the beginning because now, of course, you got it running like a fine old machine. But back to the beginning, how much back and forth interaction did you have to have with her, and how did you do it? Was it through email, through Skype? 
uh, we would we would go through Skype and then we would do an email and it ended up just falling into more email email because of the time differences. Right, right. And this way we always got a documentation of you know what's going on. You know th- that's an interesting thing because of the time differences. You said that's one reason. That's one thing that I hear people say to me that I don't outsource because I have to wait till the next day before I get things done. And I've been outsourcing for so long too. It's just that's the way it is. You just get into you just get into a rhythm where it's daily, not hourly or, you know, real time. How how have you found that where you've had to, you know, here's what I need done. You know, it's not going to get to her till probably tonight because she's probably, it's probably reverse times. Exactly. So what you're going to see done, what you need, what you're putting together as a list today isn't going to be done till tomorrow. That drives some people crazy. Me, I don't, I don't mind it at all. It's good. But how about you? What do you think of that? My tasks are on so much autopilot. I'm not doing a day-to-day operation with uh, uh, giving tasks. Yeah, yeah. If a, if a new task comes up, I will, uh, you know, of course, write up a new sheet, and it'll become the bottom of what to do because she's already got her six or seven steps what to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So you've got her. You've got her with quite a number of different tasks. Some of them are done every day. Some of them are done periodically. Yes. And she sends me a report at the end of the day. Uh, sometimes she skips and she sends it every other day. But other than that, I, I can see what's being done because I'm constantly in the sites. I have all the sites open. Sure, sure. So what uh, with her now? Do you think um, you haven't had any you haven't had any problems with her being motivated to get the work? That's another concern people have. I can't see them. They're not in my office. How do I know they're working? How do you deal with that? Because I know everything you deal with, like me, is remote. Yeah, uh, I don't. I really don't have no problems. Like I said, I got a really, really good VA. Uh, if she has somewhere to go or something like that, and she can't do today's task, you know, she lets me know a day in advance normally, and then she just makes up the, the, you know, as she goes along. We might skip social media or something like that that day to catch her up on posts, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, pretty simple. Pretty simple. Yeah, I can. I can see we are up against the break. Uh, let's do this. Uh, I have no idea what we're going to talk about after the break, and I think this is fun. So okay. let's take a break. We'll be right back and uh, see what other uh, interesting uh, things Mr. Vinny O'Hare is up to when we get back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Finding links to improve your rankings in the search engines is time-consuming and frustrating for many of us. The Hoth is the go-to company to help lighten your link-building load. Their white-label SEO was made specifically for agencies, in-house SEOs, and affiliates. The Hoth also offers high-quality custom local citation building to improve search rankings in Google's Maps and localized results, providing fulfillment for some of the largest SEO companies in the world. The Hoth offers link and citation building services you can trust. Get $20 in link building or citation building credits free by going to thehoth.com slash radio, T-H-E-H-O-T-H dot com slash radio. 
Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Vinnie O'Hare, 15-year internet pioneer, and uh, we're having a conversation about. It's like it's like the Seinfeld commercial. <laughs> we're having a conversation about nothing, but everything. So now let's let's talk about you know something that's been intriguing about what you and uh, Deborah are up to. And I, I haven't quite got my head around. I kind of do, sort of, maybe. But you guys have become uh, absolutely masters at using photography to generate income. Yes. And share with me what you're willing to share on that, because I, I see you guys posing. Hey, we just we just you know published three uh, thousand photos or two thousand photos, and I'm like, okay. Interesting, because I know you don't do this for maybe a hobby, sort of, but not really. Two thousand photos each, baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, what's this all about? Well, right now uh, we haven't really announced it, but Deb is in the middle of making a stock photography site. Okay. So you're talking all of these pictures that, you, well, at least recently too, you've seen us taking pictures all over the place, and that's the reason for that. Uh, we're actually. So you guys are up in when you're in Arizona, you're up in the high desert, and you, you share a lot of photos online, and they're absolutely gorgeous. So, so you're creating a stock photography site that, you know, I guess would compete with, you know, somebody like uh, Graphic River or some, something like that. We, we, we haven't exactly uh, formed a whole plan for it yet, but it's, what's, it's where our photos are going to end up. So you definitely have the content because you guys have been doing this now. Remember the first time you kind of pulled the curtain back a little bit was in Austin we were, when we were at the Affiliate Summit event there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that little hotel, it wasn't it wasn't a large event, and you had a, a number of picture books laid around the table that you had created, and that you were selling at Amazon. And I think that was kind of the beginning of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, we would. Deb, Deb has uh, been a photographer for thirty years. She used to do weddings and stuff, but for me, it's more of a, a hobby. Until uh, we just got, I just got a new camera, and this is like a putting me in the stratosphere for uh, picture taking. So, uh, yeah, well, and, you ha- and you happen to be in a couple of cool areas that are very, I would say, favorable to photography. When you're in New York, New York City, of course, there's no shortage of of things to shoot. Tell tell us about something. Tell us about the go back to the space shuttle story, if you would. Just one. We'll pull one from the last one. Yeah, but, well, that I, was very interesting. And the CNN, I, which is the CNN story. I was thinking about this the other day. How how uh, I'm the only person. Who has a picture of a space shuttle crashing in Queens? <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person that has a picture of a space shuttle crashing. Period. Yeah. Well, what what, what a lot of people don't know is that actually took a lot of work because I was actually on a, like a stakeout for like three hours waiting for this space shuttle to come past us as they floated it to the Intrepid from JFK Airport. And uh, for people that don't know that uh, a big wind came and took the space shuttle into the bridge itself, and it crashed and ripped off a little bit of the wing. Which was fixed in like ten minutes later. Yeah, uh, yeah. They fixed it like overnight so that no 
more video crews can uh, see it. Uh, Take a picture of it. Yeah. So you took but, that photo, and then you po- where did you post I, it that I, you actually got the call from CNN? I posted the photo on the uh, New York City Aviation Forum, which is where a whole bunch of guys who take pictures of planes hang out. And I was actually hanging out with like 10 guys as I was taking the picture. But I posted it on there, and CNN, once they heard that the thing crashed or whatever, they went for uh, – I guess they Googled, who knows, space shuttle crashing or whatever, and I came up right away because it's a heavy traffic forum. And then the next thing I know, my phone is ringing, and I didn't know who it was. I was in the doctor's office or something, and it was the CNN news desk. So they're like, uh, we seen your picture. Can we use it? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure, of course. I, and at the time, I wasn't thinking, yeah, give me $500 or something like that. But uh, that was just my stupid mistake. But uh, now in the day and the age of cell phones and stuff, they don't pay because if you don't ha- have the picture, somebody else will have it. Yeah, just, it's amazing. Yeah, just food for thought for that. But – uh. Yeah, and the funny part is I had to sign away like all the rights to that photo. I could never sell that photo or anything like that, even <laughs> though I gave it to them for free. Wow, crazy! Wow. Well, and you're right. There's there's always somebody that's going to have it. I remember when that flight uh, went into the Hudson there, and uh-huh. I told Arlene, "Just wait. There'll be video. There was just wait." And you can pretty much count it down, and then sure enough, the video starts to emerge, and there's a video of the plane going into the into the uh, into the Hudson there. I'm sure there's video of that that we've never seen because there's cameras on the top of the George Washington Bridge, and it had to fly right over it. So, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Each bridge has its own camera system. So so now let's let's talk about the traveling uh, that you do around the conferences. Uh, you've always given us some great advice when we're heading into Affiliate Summit in New York City, which happens to be coming up in about a month and a bit. Yep. Are you, oh, first of all, are you going to be there? I believe I am. I'm not 100% sure right now, but probably. Okay, so there's, we've, we've done enough affiliate buzzes over the years on how to get the most out of a conference. Uh, and you and I have even had a few chats, uh, I think one dedicated affiliate buzz a few years ago, about fun things that uh, you know us tourists must do when we get into town there or into the city. What, uh, in 2015, somebody heading into Summit that's going to be there only for – uh, maybe have an extra day. You had recommended to us uh, that we do the the New York City Transit Museum. Right, because you're trained buffs. We're trained buffs, and we did that, and it was fabulous. And it was, I don't know how many, basically it was a subway t- train, a subway car from every era right back to the very beginning. And you could actually walk from car to car to car, and it's all put together in, an, in a very old but refurbished subway tunnel that's now a museum, subway station that's now a museum. That was a great tip. What else should somebody do when they're, when they're in New York? Uh, well, right now the thing to do is to go up into the Freedom Tower because they just opened that up like last week. Ah. Uh, you can go up to the 120th floor or whatever it was. Uh, I was up there as a kid, you know, of course, in the old Trade Center, yeah, and yeah. It, it is an amazing view. Uh, you can see 20, 30 miles away in like every direction. Wow. It's really, really beautiful. Wow. So I'll be going up there next week probably sometime. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll be taking some photos. Yes. My neighbor says to me today, he says, oh, how come we haven't gone up there yet? I'm like, because I've been in Arizona. <laughs> I, I'm, in, I'm in New York City, by the way. Are you we, right now? Right now, yeah. I flew What's in uh, last week. So what's the, what's the temperature there today? Uh, probably around 80 and muggy. Oh, yeah? I had so. to fly in uh, for some insurance work. Um, they're opening up all the flood insurance claims. Yeah. And yeah. they're averaging $107,000 that they underpaid everybody. 
So, wow. Yeah, so I figured it was important enough for me to leave Arizona and come here and contact the lawyers that are doing all of that, just open up the case and see what's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I love that city. I've only been there what, three times now, but what a city to to go spend some time in. Absolutely. I mean, I remember talking to you one day. I says, have you ever seen Billy Joel? <laughs> he played <laughs> last night. You laughed at me, right? Yeah. He, he played here last night. That's really? Funny. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. You said you've seen him like 100 times. Oh, at least. Oh, and I've seen him zero. So that's one of the things on my list to get done. I got to go see Billy Joel live. I actually watched him. There's a there's a great concert on. You might have even been there, you bugger. It was uh, when they closed Shea Stadium. Yeah, I missed that one. Not Bi- yeah, Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was spectacular. And then Paul McCartney showed up at the end unannounced. Right. Great they story. Yes. Oh yeah, it was a great story. Yeah, they had Tony Bennett there and a lot of New York singers. But the the the, the great story of it was Paul McCartney was flying in from I think it was London, and they were talking. And the, 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 I guess Billy Joel's manager was trying to arrange it, but Paul came on and they said they didn't know if they were going to be able to get him into New York City in time. And then they still had to drive across the city, and so he probably wasn't going to make the concert. And what was significant about it is Shea Stadium, of course, is where the Beatles first played when they when they came to America. Right. And what happened was somehow air traffic control picked up on this, and they cleared the airspace for Paul McCartney, brought him in first, landed him, and then they gave him a police escort directly to uh, to Shea Stadium. And when they pulled into the back area of Shea Stadium, the same guy that drove the Beatles onto the field in the big old station wagon was the same guy that drove Billy Joel or Paul McCartney to the stage where Billy Joel was singing. Right, Pete Flynn. Pete he's Flynn. The, he's the head's groundkeeper. He's been the head's. I think he just retired, but he was the head groundkeeper for like a hundred years there. Oh yeah, what a what an awesome story! And then you see Paul McCartney come bounding up on stage and you could just see billy joel's face he's like you could tell he's a bigger yeah, fan of him as anybody he's just his face he's just like he barely knew he was coming and he didn't think he was gonna make it when he did find out and then it was like paul mccartney's playing on my with my band and it was it was you can find that on youtube it's very very cool billy joel at, at shea and there's actually the concert itself, and then there's the whole documentary and the backstory of all that on another video. But it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. We should look into seeing if Billy's going to be here during Affiliate Summit because he's playing every month at Madison Square Garden. Huh. And since he just played July 1st, it's probably around July, August, some early August. Okay, cool. Oh. Very cool. Very cool. That's the thing with New York. There's always something fun to do there and probably 10 things going on at any one time or 100. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else is going on in, in your world that uh, you need to bring us up to date on? Uh, how about we talk about what's not working in affiliate marketing? Perfect. Let me throw my affiliate manager hat on for a while. But, uh, Vinny, yeah. do me a favor. Yeah. Put your affiliate manager hat on for a while. Okay. And let it rip. Okay. Because, of um, course, you do manage a lot of affiliate programs, or you manage affiliate programs for businesses as well. So you, you have a very good knowledge base on, from both sides of the, uh, the fence. Yes. Uh, we're managing, I believe, it's four or five clients right now. But uh, I'm, I, I do all the affiliate approvals for all of the things that come in. Since yeah. my business basically gets run by the VA, I have all the time in the world to do anything else I want. You know? But uh, I'm noticing a lot of affiliate applications that are coming in. And you remember how we used to do like made for AdSense websites? You don't have to agree with this, but you yep. know all all of them look the same. Oh yeah, totally. Right, right now. I probably had um, something to do with that. <laughs> to say it. 
<laughs> yeah. If if I could do my system now that I'm doing for made mm-hmm. for AdSense websites, we would be retired somewhere in Hawaii. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about it. Three, four hundred pages a day. Yes. You know? Of real content yeah. that is not contrived or search driven. It's just real content. Yeah. So uh, I'm getting a lot of affiliate applications in for the in the last three months. And all of these blogs, they all have the same thing in common. They're all fashion-related. And, they, of course, they show, like, a young girl who's a model, and she travels all over the, the country or whatever. And she also wants to talk about uh, – she talks about fashion, of course, travel, uh, nightlife, all kinds of stuff. And it looks really, really, really like a legitimate blog. And then you go in and approve them and stuff because it, it looks really nice. And then two or three months down the road – all of a sudden, they start getting sales, but the sales that they're getting are PPC-driven, trademark bidding, and like the worst uh, PPV, it's like out of control. So I'm seeing that, and I'm seeing that done with different pictures and, and different – but every single one, it looks like a template. Somebody's selling some sort of system. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say somebody's got a course going on or they're selling a website in a box or something like that. And they, the, it, the funny part is they don't get sales for the first three or four months. And then all of a sudden they get 1,000 sales. Why is that? What are they doing? Uh, I don't know. They, it's like they're playing under the radar or something. Hmm. So it's almost like they let it sit for a bit and then out it comes. Yep. So now trademark mark bidding, just for new listeners, that, of course, is when you're marketing a, a product or service for a, a well-known brand that owns a trademark. They don't typically allow us to purchase those keyword phrases. Because they own the brand, and somebody's going to type that in, they should get the traffic anyways. Actually, you 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 could explain that better than me. You just hit it right on the head. Uh, a lot of brands want to be in control of what keywords are used to be searched for their brands, so they'll bid on their own brands also. This way, they would end up getting uh, like the top three or four spots in the search engines. They would get their natural ranking and their ad also. Yes. So they were actually protecting their brand by doing that. You have, and you see that a lot. If you do a search for anything related to Google, like Google URL shortener or Google Webmaster Tools, they will usually have the, the paid version of it across the top, and then directly below that, there will be usually first uh, in the natural results as well. What we're seeing now is sometimes the top paid brand, if you're not watching the top ad, will actually be an affiliate, but they're an affiliate for another competing company. Yeah. Yeah, scary stuff, right? Yeah. 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 So. yeah. You see, you see, I am starting to see that as well, where right. you'll do a search for, um, you know, throw it, you know, an example just for illustration, Aweber. Right. And somebody will be advertising for GetResponse. Mm hmm. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. It'll look like it's from Aweber and it's to a GetResponse affiliate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting because the the Aweber uh, company who would actually prefer that not to be happening mm-hmm. because they, like you said, they want to control their brand. Uh, do they have any recourse? Will Google say, "Hey, you can't"? Yes, they can. Uh, they can uh, contact Google and have the ad taken down. But by that time, it's probably like a few days or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. really easy to spot because there'll be two Aweber paid links. Okay. And one's the phony. Right, right. And then, right, of course, right. the natural listings for AWeber and 
AWeb will probably control most of the first page results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. So let's do this. Uh, let's take a break. And when we get back, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about developing content around your passion because you touched on that in the last uh, edition uh, we got together on, which is episode 348, uh, when you mm-hmm. talked about your Cadillac site. Let's bring that up to date because, of course, people got a lot of passions and always you can build a topic around it and the site around it. So we'll do that when we get back uh, right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today, but I do have video here. Uh, O'Hare, internet pioneer, podcaster, speaker, author, and a good buddy of mine on the line. And uh, let's talk about, actually, before we get into talking or or building a business around your passion or a website around your passion, any other items you'd like to uh, get off your chest with uh, your affiliate manager hat on? Uh, I had one written down and I forgot all about it. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it comes to mind, cut Uh, me off. What I should tell everybody is make sure you have an FTC policy and a privacy policy. Uh, all of our sti- all of our merchants they require a, per- a privacy policy, and I'm sure a lot of other people will uh, fall into place with that too. Yes, absolutely. And you can find templates for those. Any recommendations on where to get one? Uh, on a privacy policy, I actually have one written. 
on teamloxley.com. Okay. That we use as an example that we send to people. Okay. And I love it when people apply with my privacy policy. Of course, they <laughs> they tweak it themselves. So I probably have like ten thousand pages of this privacy policy out on the web that I wrote. <laughs> there you go. So what? What? Give us give us some insight onto some products and services that uh, some of our listeners should be marketing that you're representing. Um, our main client is Viator Travel and Tours. Oh yes, love which, Viator. Yeah, they they're great. We've been with them. Uh, we moved them onto Share a Sale in. Uh, 2008, and they've been in the top 100 since. I think maybe we missed one month or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's pretty good to be uh, seven years in the top 100 and share a sale. Absolutely, especially when, last time I looked at share a sale, there's some 4,000 merchants or something. Yeah, and there's always somebody trying to get to the top, you know. That's right. That's what they say. The, the last hundreds of dogfight for the top. All right. Uh, then we have our friend Don from Expand to Web. We run yes. his whole business. Yes, and, yes. I have to put in a phone call to him. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. See how done for me. Uh, then we have a, a check program, Horizon Checks. Okay. Which is very uh, interesting with pay-per-click and stuff like that. There's a lot of the, the pay-per-click market for checks is very, very uh, competitive. We'll put it that way. There you go. Uh, and we have uh, My Bling Place, which is actually Debbie's daughter, Liz. She uh, markets her jewelry. It's custom jewelry which is really, really cool. You'll see that at Affiliate Summit. Yeah, yeah. There's no end to it, is there? It's so, no. so so interesting to watch this industry grow. It's been, I mean, you started in 99, I started in 99, and you think back to where it was then to where it is now, and it's just like, it's it's really quite incredible. It goes from a business that was doing, I don't know, millions now into billions. If not gazillions. <laughs> yeah, 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 if not gazillions. All right, so on this topic now, let's talk about uh, – developing content around your passion. And you do such a good job of that with the Cadillac site, if I may say that. You mentioned it in the last show, so I thought we could bring it up again because I think it's such a great example of thinking outside the box. And if I recall, that's what the name of the topic was for our last discussion, you and I, because you do think out of the box. I don't know if it's natural or you just come up with it, but you do. You really do think out of the box in so many of the things that you do. Uh, and with the Cadillac site, it's no different. You know what's funny about the Cadillac site? It hasn't changed since 1999, <laughs> uh, the format. Uh, even with this Google uh, mobile update and stuff, yeah, I turned around and said to myself, I got a gazillion pages on, on that site. There's no way I'm going to be able to put it into a WordPress theme because yep. it's still running on front page, our good old friend front page. Mm. You know? Really? Yeah. Uh, That's so cool. It's, it's on front page, and the blog, of course, part of it is on WordPress. Uh that's hilarious because, of course, you know, when I got started, that's what I started with, Microsoft front page website building software. Mm-hmm. That's what and, we wrote the, the handbook around in 2002. And the Cadillac site is, is interesting. The main part of the site is all written, and, you know, I'll go in there and update it every once in a while. But it's with, on the blog that everything happens. The blog, I have a user-generated, you know, form again, and yeah. people send me pictures of their cars if they want to sell their cars. I put it up there for free. And uh, that goes out using uh, RSS to email AWeber or yeah. Responder. Greatest so service that, ever invented since the beginning of time. RSS I, to email. I agree with you. I agree with you totally. Uh, the only thing I, I'm having problems with AWeber right now is uh, I can't put onto multiple lists if people want to check different categories. Okay. But I got to get a developer for that or something. Figure yeah, it out. Yeah. In Gravity Forms. Gravity Forms yeah. to AWeber is pretty cool too. Sounds like a great little e-launch project for somebody. Yeah, 
I, like you said, if it takes more than ten minutes, it's you know outsource it. Somebody else has to do it. That's right. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. So the Cadillac site, when I decided, when I came out with that Google Mobile update, I was sitting here twiddling my thumbs, saying, "Am I going to waste a whole lot of time and a whole lot of money to change that over?" And then it dawned on me, when I put the ebook out for the Cadillac site, nobody bought it. And I was really surprised. But then I started thinking about my audience. My audience is all older guys that, uh, you know, have Cadillacs and they want to actually hold a book in their hands and look at the pictures. Right, right. And then it dawned on me. I looked at my traffic and I have something like 90% traffic from computers, desktop. Because none of these guys, they all have flip phones. They don't even know how to, they don't even know what an iPad is. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course, I'm losing some mobile traffic and and some rankings, but I don't care. I just send sure. out another newsletter. I don't care. I don't rely on Google rankings. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the Cobra guys. They're just not computer guys. They're not. They're not really interested in it too much at all. Right. What you get is what you get traffic wise. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. You know, on the topic of the Google big scare they put out a couple months ago, that if you don't bring your site up to to date and make it you know responsive and mobile friendly and all the terminology that goes with it, that you're going to be losing rankings. Uh, now, of course, I'm not saying don't do that. Everybody should have a mobile a mobile friendly website for sure. Yeah. But did what did you see as far as fallout from those that didn't update their site? Did you hear any stories about people? I I heard two stories, and that's about it. Uh, yeah. Ac- across me, I got what twenty seven, twenty eight sites. Yeah. I seen a little blip on one, and that was it. So, so what do you think? Do you think this is another classic Google? Hey, the the sky is falling, and eventually it will. Eventually, I'm sure that uh, those that are not mobile friendly will start to fall from grace. Uh, probably yeah. even more so. But do you I, think this is the classic? I, I I don't I don't know. I I was just twiddling my thumbs. I didn't know what to think because normally I could tell what Google's thinking because if Matt Cutts makes a video with a black shirt, I know he's lying. You know? <laughs> that's, that's, my little, that's my little tip-off. If you go back and watch all the YouTube videos yeah. of, of Matt Cutts when he's wearing a black t-shirt yeah, and yeah. take everything for you know word of mouth, you know, yeah. take everything with a grain of salt, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, yeah. Huh. Uh, that's funny. I, I, you're, I, you're right. It's almost like it's almost like Star Trek. If if they're beaming down to the planet and there's they've got guys with red shirts, right. the guys with the red shirts are not going to survive. They're I toast. tell everybody it's like Carol Burnett when she used to pull her earring to talk to her grandmother. You know, yes, her grandmother. Yes, that's, that's Matt's way of talking, telling the webmasters <laughs> they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, that's so so hilarious. I remember the day when I realized that, you know, Google lies. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. That's what's hard about it. Sometimes it's, you know, everything they say for the most part makes common sense. Yes. It just doesn't mean their algorithm can actually do what they wish we would all be doing. You, you know what's really funny? Uh, about two years ago, I went to the AdSense in your city thing. Yeah. And, and I thought it was going to be a lesson on AdSense and how to optimize. The whole thing for like a whole day was talking about getting your site for mobile. And they even had people there, companies that would you could pay to have your site mobile for mobile. Oh. Two years ago, I said to myself, uh, oh, interesting. I went to one probably a couple of years before that in Vancouver. And I tell you, the knowledge level of the presenters from Google mm-hmm. was so minimal. Oh, yeah. It was like, well, here's, here's what an ad looks like. And here's how you put it on your page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, they, were, they were here for SMX or one of the conferences. And it was when Google Plus first came out. 
Yep. And I went to the booth and I showed them that I was on Google Plus and somebody came up and asked a question. They didn't know how to answer it, but I answered it for them. I stood there for about 10, 15 minutes answering questions about Google Plus. <laughs> I said, what the heck am I doing here? I wasted my time. Uh, they, didn't give you a, they didn't give you a T-shirt or nothing? No, nah, I got a coffee mug, but that's another go. story. There you go. So, here we got to jump into a speed round real quick here. We oh got about few minutes left. This is the part that scares me. Oh, yeah, this is good. Well, the first one I already know the answer to, but I'm going to ask you anyhow, because the second one's probably going to go in my favor. Windows or Mac? I know you're a Mac. Okay. iPhone or Android? Uh, Android, but when my contract's up, it'll be an iPhone 6. Oh. Or 6 Plus. Or 6 Plus Plus if they make a bigger one. Huh. I'm actually going to buy a new phone maybe today. Nice. And I'm going to get the, I'm thinking of the Samsung 6, whatever it is. Justin, my son, you know Justin, you know of Justin. I don't think you've ever mm -hmm. met him. Never had you close enough to Vancouver, although you keep hinting you're going to come this way. I still uh, got to get my passport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bloody Americans. You got to get out of your country more often. That's a friendly Canadian talking now who loves you guys. But get on an airplane and fly somewhere other than another U.S. city. You'll enjoy it a lot. It's cool. Um, Vancouver's a great test. You can, you can test it with us. Okay. Come up here and visit. It's great. Make sure you phone me. We'll go for dinner, and I'll take you for a cruise. Okay. Top three favorite internet marketing conferences. Uh, last time I remember saying Affiliate Summit, Affiliate Summit, Affiliate Summit, and I don't think much has changed uh, except for Share a Sale Think Tank. I'll throw that in there. Yeah, Share a Sale Think Tank. I, I, I would definitely throw that in there too. Your favorite success quote Money can't buy you happiness, but it could buy you a Cadillac, so you can go around and look for it. Lou Reed. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> uh, uh, I know the answer to this one, too. Dog or cat person? Uh, both. Oh, got to favor one or the other. Uh, we'll go dog, because the cats have them outnumbered. Okay, good. Now, asking a guy from, from New York City about a dream car is always dicey, because a lot of you guys don't drive when you're in New York City. That is but correct. when you're in Arizona, and if you wanted to drive, and you had a particular car in mind, what would it be? Uh, that's a really good question. I will go with a uh, brand new Corvette. Okay. Those, those are, are hot. Those. Yeah. those are hot this year. Oh, they've really done a number on those. We went to a restaurant out there, and it was a club, and they had like 35 of them, brand new. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. A couple million dollars sitting in the parking lot. No kidding. Top three things a new affiliate marketer must be doing. Creating content, outsourcing, and the most important, building an email list. There you go. I actually check, had to think check, about that. Check, Not you know, It took like two seconds to think those three through. Yeah. What was the speed of your dial-up, or what was the speed of your modem when you got started online? Uh, 56K. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Favorite business book? Uh, uh, the one I'm reading right now. I'm in the middle of reading uh, Peter Shankman's Zombie Loyalist. I'm almost done with it. Okay. I, I figured I'd change that answer up from last time. Okay. <laughs> Other than Gravity Forms, what what is a tool that you use every day that you would absolutely hate to live without? Google Drive. Cool. Why? Uh, because that's how I make my uh, spreadsheets in CVS, CSV form and upload to Hootsuite in bulk tweets. There you go. 
And the last time you were on an airplane, where were you going? Monday night to New York City from Phoenix. And lastly, what what of all the hotels and affiliates, uh, we've all stayed in some spectacular hotels, and this is one of the reasons I love affiliate marketing. Uh, get get the tr- chance to travel and attend amazing events and amazing venues. Uh, and of course, write it off. Uh, what's your favorite hotel that you've ever stayed in as a result of the business? Ooh, that's a good question. I always get them confused. I always confuse uh, Think Tank, the San Diego, and the Think Tank up in uh, was it Pelican Hill? Yeah, Pelican. So yeah, so it was uh, in San Diego was the Grand Del Mar. Grand Del Mar. That was spectacular. Yeah, I, and, I I don't think it was Pelican Hill. I think it was the other place that we stayed at north of San Francisco. Oh, the Ritz-Carlton at Half Moon Bay. Yes, that one. Wasn't that something? Yeah. That was like a grand old lady hotel uh, hanging off a cliff on the Pacific Ocean. We were on the cliff. We were on the beach underneath the cliff last week taking photographs of surfers. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, spectacular, spectacular. So, yeah, so those are three. Grand Del Mar, Pelican Hill Resort in Newport Beach, California, and the Ritz-Carlton at Half Moon Bay just out of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And you and I, we've been to so many others. It's funny. One of the things that I wanted I, – I digress for a moment. One of the things I wanted to impart on our kids was not only the gift of being able to travel, but when you go somewhere – you know, stay in, you know, go as best you can. So a couple things happened last weekend. It was hilarious. Shelby and Brian, my daughter Shelby and Brian, and our two granddaughters, they went up to Harrison Lake and they went camping. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's fun. We used to do that. And But the mosquitoes came out like an army or an air force and just ate the granddaughters. They had like 200 mosquito bites each. So in the morning, this happened overnight, in the morning they get they get up and they packed up and they went right back into Harrison and went to the Harrison Hotel, Harrison Hot Springs Hotel. Nice first class little, probably three and a uh-huh. half star hotel. Beautiful. So then Justin, my son Justin and his girlfriend, they're going to Vegas on Saturday, I guess two days from now. And I says, well, so where are you staying? We're staying at the area, the new area. Like, Beautiful. Mission accomplished. Done. Good. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Go, go let it rip. And on that topic, before we go, and we're just about out of time here, you spend a lot of time in Vegas. Yes. And Affiliate Summit's coming up in January, which is about time now affiliates start to plan. And you can probably tell Vinny and I are both big fans of you should, must absolutely be there. But in Vegas, what's the number one thing that you recommend people do in Vegas for fun? Well, for me, with the photography and the cars, I'm always at the the Quad uh, Imperial Palace, whatever it's called, uh, yeah, the Auto yeah. Collection Show. I yeah. love going in there and spending two or three hours. Yeah, you know, we did that once. We tried to do it last time. We didn't get together on it for some reason. Yeah, this 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 January, we should get a group together and go do that. And also head over to the Shelby American Factory that's now in Las Vegas. And there's another place you can go to uh, the Counting Cars on the History Channel. Okay, Danny's, Danny's yeah. place. He has a whole showroom. And there's another one that just opened up, a classic car place. Uh, Liz went to the grand opening about two three weeks ago, so I awesome. have to find the information for that. Yeah, definitely. We should we should actually make a formal plan for that. Yeah, and have make a make a good afternoon of that stuff. That'd be fun and gather up a bunch of us, us affiliates and uh, maybe even let a merchant or two join us. <laughs> All right. Anything? Any final thoughts? Uh, I see we've got about a minute left. Anything else you want to share? Uh, nothing comes to mind. 
somebody <laughs> wants to get a hold of you for your programs, where do they reach out to you? Oh, they can reach me at uh, teamloxley.com to join our affiliate programs. Well, all of our stuff is run on the Share Sale Network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I said, Perf- you have to have a privacy policy on your, on your websites to get approved. There you go. There you go. And, of course, Vinny's always very approachable. And so is Deborah, and I look forward to catching up with the two of you. And thanks so much for, uh, again, sharing all your personal story and uh, all your thoughts and ideas. They're always uh, greatly appreciated. Thank you for having me on. You betcha. And also uh, keep in mind that uh, to the listeners, if there's anything that Vinny mentioned that you missed, don't worry, because we do take all the notes for you, and you'll find them at jamesmortel.com forward slash AB388 for Affiliate Brothers episode 388. And uh, if you haven't done so already, consider giving us a rating or a review, especially if you've been a a long-time listener to the Affiliate Buzz and uh, have gotten some value out of it. Giving us a rating or review helps us to let others discover the show and helps us to get better seen on iTunes. And you can do so at jameswartel.com forward slash iTunes. That'll drop you right on the iTunes page. And, of course, I invite you to hang out with us uh, live here every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific on webmasterradio.fm for the Affiliate Buzz. And uh, if you would like to ask a question, uh, you can always send a question in to... Uh, uh, Arlene, my wife, of course, at, uh, at uh, helpdesk at jamesmortel.com. We'll be sure to answer that on the show. And a final reminder that I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz to be alerted by doing uh, by simply sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at AWeber. And if you do so right now, affiliate underscore buzz at AWeber, you'll get a nice little free report that I think you'll find most helpful. Vinny, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.